to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David, alongside with Pastor John Matthews in the house, seeing another blessed day, blessed moment that we have to be with you. And we pray that everybody's come with an open heart and open mind and ready to hear the word of God, because there's a lot in store for you. But before we do so, we want to check on Pastor and see how he's doing. And so how, how, how are things flowing today, sir? Determined. Amen. Determined. We know that you were blessed uh, this earlier this week to take a trip uh, to Jacksonville, was it? Orlando. 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 And uh, we pray that uh, there was some success there and, and some fruitfulness. Yes, absolutely. Amen. Amen. Um, and, uh, if there's anything, I don't know if you want to share at the moment, if you just want to wait, that's perfectly fine too. You know, you know, the timing for it. Well, I, I can, I can share three nuggets. Mm. One of the problems that we have in today's time, in today's climate, in in the middle of what we're dealing with in the United States right now, there's a, a lot of division, separation. There's a lot of taking sides, left, right, uh, red, blue, Republican, Democrat, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and this is even filtering into the church. Amen. But the church, for the cause of Christ, and to the glory of God needs to stay united, needs to remain one. And, and that happens when we do the things that keep us one. When we go back to Genesis chapter 11 and we, we look at those that were building the Tower of Babel, uh-huh. they were able to to be successful because they were unified. You know, one purpose, one language. One mind, one accord. One mind, they were they, oneness. And we're struggling with oneness uh-huh. from in the world, but even in the body of Christ. Oh, yeah. As I met with these pastors, we came to terms with three things that that are, that are needed th- three things that we need to to make very important to keep the oneness number 1 relationships there's a there's a great need for the right people to be in right relationship amen yes we need to be in right relationship with god but but l- like for instance in a in a ministry, the the leaders need to be in right relationship with one another. Yes, and right. and the 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 grass suffers when elephants are fighting. So when 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 there's a battle at the top, there's 
harm and hurt all the way down. Uh-huh. We need right relationships among the right people. And those right relationships facilitate open communication. Sometimes because we don't have the depth of relationships, we stay on the surface. We avoid certain conversations and we we're together long enough to be pleasant and cordial before we separate. But we don't talk about the critical things that need to be discussed. And and even when we do, we we we're we're not transparent. We're not vulnerable. We don't put ourselves out and lay ourselves on the table so that we can really uh, deal with those things in the right way. It sounds like a marriage. It is. <laughs> it is. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, ministry is marriage. Remember that we're the bride of Christ. Amen. So of course it's and. and uh, so, th- then the problems that really need to be dealt with that would happen through those relationships and that communication aren't dealt with. But the third thing is, when we end the relationship and in that open and transparent communication begin to discuss things, the goal needs to be Absolute truth. We know the scripture tells us you will know the truth and the truth shall set us free. Uh-huh. We're living in a lot of bondage right now. We're, 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 we're bound in this, this pandemic. We're bound in a course that is killing thousands by the day, hundreds by the hour. We're bound in this political turmoil. We're bound in this this cycle of, of, of opposition and even hatred. And many times, it's misunderstandings, it's miscommunication, it's, it's, it's not knowing what each person thinks because what we'll find in many cases, the two camps are divided not by absolute truth, but by relative truth. What do I mean? Well, I've heard this, and and now I believe this is true. Well, I've heard this, and I believe this is true. But if they're different, something or someone is believing something that's not truth. Uh-huh. But it's true to them. So it's true relative to them, even though it's not the absolute truth. Amen. And, and, and only when we come together on what is absolutely true do we find what brings us into unity and harmony and thereby peace. Uh. What one... Let's. I, I hate to do this, but the election. Mm-hmm. That was either widespread fraud or there wasn't. 
you know, that there there was either either all of this stuff that all these people believe uh-huh. about the 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 subversive and and illegal things that were done in the election, either that's true or it's not. Now you you had a, a group of people uh-huh. uh, led by our president that came to believe that it was true. Yet, when they presented a legal case before state, 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 uh, uh, Supreme courts, uh, federal courts, federal circuit courts, and even the Supreme court, they were rejected five dozen times. They weren't even in in half of those times. They weren't even received because they couldn't bring enough evidence to substantiate even hearing the case. Obviously there's something wrong with what they believe is true. But, but the truth be told the absolute truth be told they were told a lie so emphatically, so so passionately and so repeatedly uh-huh. until they believed it. And it became the truth. But it only became truth relative to them, which means it wasn't truth at all. We, we The relationships... Uh-huh serve as a platform for the communication, but the goal has to be within the communication to deal with the absolute truth so that we can unify, so that we can uh, come together in commonality and move forward to a better society, to a better condition, to a better life situation. That's the problem in, uh, with, with the world today. E- even when you, when you start talking about spirituality, so many people have been sucked away into the, the relative truths of religion until it's hard to find a pure relationship, a, a, an absolute, a right relationship. A yeah. right relationship with Christ. Yeah, I think he said if the blind lead the blind... Going in the ditch. Both are falling in the ditch. This I know, David. This I can tell you for sure. Uh The gospel of Jesus Christ and the rightly divided word thereof Uh is the absolute truth. Amen. Amen. Now, you may believe, you know, this, this doctrine or you may believe this teaching you may prefer the the tenets of this religion or that, you know, but if it's contrary to the rightly divided truth of, of God's holy word, it's, it's, it's true to you. It's, it's your relative truth, but anything other than the absolute truth uh-huh. has falsehood, has, has lies in it. And will not lead you in the good and right way. Yeah, and I think that's particularly part of the reason why you have so many denominations today, uh, let alone different religions. But 
even within the uh, Christian faith. You know, I, I can't remember the exact number, but uh, I know I think it's over close to a thousand different faiths within Christianity because, you know, somebody said within themselves, well, this is what I believe the truth is. And then somebody said, well, I agree with that, but not all of that. I, you know, I see the truth is this kind of along the lines, exactly what you're talking about, but because they didn't really have that relationship, uh, they separated and went their own way and says, well, uh, you know, I'm starting this faith. This person says, well, I'm starting that faith. And then the next thing you know, things begin to build. Um, but I, I like what, um, what, uh, What's his name said? Gamaliel said, he says, if it's of God, it'll stand. But if it's not, it'll fall. The, the people need those that stand to be to be active right now. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing, and which brings me to, to the, the topic of our conversation today, the sad thing is. Those people, even with the the political climate and and with the pandemic, have been worn down. Yes, at a time when they need to be at the at the top of their strength, standing, standing tall. The scripture says in Galatians, chapter six, beginning at verse nine. And it says, let us not grow, let us not grow weary uh, of doing good. Now, notice it says, let us not what? Grow weary. So this is something of doing good. This is something that's gonna take time. Yes. It doesn't, it's not, it's not overnight. It's not a Yes. It's subtle. Uh-huh. And and it says, for in due season, uh-huh. we will reap if we do not give up. So you can grow weary of doing what is good. You can grow, grow into a tiredness of doing what's right. And all of a sudden, what you would have gotten had you stayed faithful you don't receive. You know, I, I see that happen a lot, especially from people. And, and I can even share it for myself. You know, I, 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 I was at a church for almost 15 years, uh, invested a lot of time, effort, talents, everything. And then, unfortunately, uh, you know, things fell apart. And uh, so the sheep were scattered. And within myself... You know, the first thing I said to myself, you know, and I, and I was telling, I think I believe I told Bridget, I was like, I don't want to go anywhere else where I got to rebuild again because I'm tired. I just want to go somewhere and just be. And, uh, and, and that's exactly what happened, you know, until, until God began to, you know, ruffle, ruffle the, the leaves in my life and begin to say, Hey, this is not what I called you for. 
You know, this is not why I brought you out of darkness. I have a work for you and you can't sit there and, you know, and just think that everything's okay. And I had to go through some things and, you know, and eventually God brought me to a place where, um, you know, he stirred up that fire back in me so that I can continue to do the work that he started in me from day one. And I understand that at times that, you know, people will get frustrated and will get um, complacent, but that's not the time to settle or that's not the time to say within yourself that I'm good because it's so easy. The flesh is so easy to want to just relax and get comfortable and not do anything. But that's the time when you really have to uh, learn how to grow in, in what you're going through and ask God to give you the strength to, to continue the work that he started in you because he will finish it because God cannot lie. So for me personally, you know, I, I do recall, you know, I do have, I have had that moment. And I think a lot of people have had those moments, but I agree with you. We, we cannot allow ourselves to grow. Uh, in D- that David, you, 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 you've got to have two things. You got to have the right purpose Amen. And you got to have the drive to discipline yourself to accomplish that purpose. Amen. You have to have the strength on the inside to battle through the challenges on the outside to get to where God wants you to be. Yes. You know, they talk about COVID fatigue, how people are just tired of of being away from their normal life, tired of being away from the the job, tired of being away from being among their coworkers, tired Mm -hmm. of not being with their family members, tired of not hugging their grandkids, tired of not going to a concert or or a restaurant or, or Disney world or just, just, you know, and they have gotten fatigued even to the point of getting depressed. Uh-huh. And they decide, you know what, this is almost like being dead and I want to live. So they so they 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 decide, you know what, all this quarantining and and uh you know social distancing, I need to be around some people doing some things. And so they say no to the social distance, they say no to the mask. They say no to to all of the the directives and and all the 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 government warnings and edicts, etc. But what they're saying yes to in their COVID fatigue is the exposure to a killer, and because of that, not only have many of those that got tired contracted COVID. But they spread it so that we're losing now at a clip of about 4,000 people in this country a day. We're headed towards 75 to 90,000 people dead in the next three weeks. We're already 
over 380, uh, almost 380,000 people that have died uh, since March. Ten months. We've seen those kind of numbers because of COVID fatigue. But, but in the Christian body, in the body of Christ, there are those that have gotten weary of their well-doing. You know, uh, you know, now that I've been home for a while, ooh, I was doing too much at church. You know, now, now, you know, that, you know, man, that, you know, I was doing, I was overdoing. Now that they stream everything. Yeah. So so I was uh, talking to some pastors, some of these same pastors. Church opened back up and over half some time in some churches, as much as two thirds of the membership won't even come to church anymore. Not long from now, there'll be the calming of this pandemic. Not long from now, there'll be enough vaccines, et cetera, that, that we won't need the social distancing and the, and, and the mask. But not long from now, there's going to be a challenge to get the body of Christ restirred to be the bride of Christ and to do the work of Christ in this world. They're literally, in, spirit, in the spiritual realm, there's 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 come to us a gospel fatigue. Well, well, we're not enthused about studying, reading, witnessing. There's 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 not that purpose that God has given us, and that commitment to live out that purpose that we discipline ourselves. To do what it takes to accomplish the goal given by God. There's there's a loss for the hunger and thirst after his righteousness. This 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 climate, the pandemic, the politics, the, the division, it's a tool of the enemy to dampen our hearts against doing the work and will of God. Mm-hmm. When the world needs us as, as much in our lifetime as we've ever known. This is not a time to grow weary in well-doing. Amen. This, the, the, the harvest is right, but the labors are tired. So there's no reaping of that which it took to grow and to get them to the point that that there can be a harvest. We can't let the harvest die in the field because we've grown weary. Amen. Amen. You know, um, when I think about everything that's been going on, you know, different time periods. Um, the one thing that I'm really not hearing during this time period is how people have given their life to Christ. 
there's nobody really saying, oh, hey, you know, last week, uh, you know, such and such gave their, you know, you know, gave their heart to God and now they're a believer. You, you, you don't you're not hearing that during this time period because it's, you know, everything along the side along the side that what you were talking about. And and that just shows for us that there's something that we've been missing. There's, there's a piece that we're missing and that we have to give back. Like Nehemiah, we got to stay on that wall and get back to work. It's critical for us um, because the Bible says, why is day? You know, that's when we're supposed to be out and doing what we're supposed to be doing. But when the night cometh, no man works. And, and, and people not realizing that it's daytime. It's noon. And, and, it, and it's time for us to, to be out there. You know, however, which way, if you know, this is an opportunity that God is showing us that not everything has to be in front of a pulpit. You know, not everything has to be done the old traditional way, but God is opening up other ways for us to reach people and not only to reach them, but to continue to teach them and love on them and, and disciple them. But we have to have that drive. We have to have that passion and that mind zeal. The zeal for it. To do what is right. Correct. To do good. Yes. Um, Everybody gets tired sometimes. Yeah. Jeremiah got so tired, he's like, you know what? I'm not even going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But because of his heart towards God, he, 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 the, the trying not to do fueled the fire within him. And, and, and he said that fire was burning inside of him so much that he, he had to get up uh-huh. and go back to the purpose that God had given him. Moses got tired to the point where he said, you know what? You know, if it's going to be this hard, I think I just, just you know, I, I can go. You know, you can take me. E- Elijah got tired. Uh-huh. You know, even after a great work that he'd done for God, he, he became weary in, in his well-doing. But God still has some things for him to do. Amen. And each and every one of us, our job, our purpose for God is, is, is not completed because we're still here. Amen. There is, the retirement is when the chariot comes and he takes you up. Did you say 11, 11, p, uh, 11 a.m. on Saturday? 11 a.m. on Saturday. That's that's the holy re- retirement party for a Christian. Amen. But it's time not to retire. It's time to refire. It's time to, to get our eyes back on the on the target. To 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 rekindle in our hearts mm-hmm. the purpose and the vision of God. And to say to ourselves, I cannot not do what the God of this world has called me to do during my time. The Lord needs us to go to work. The people need us to be about our father's business. We can't get fatigued in spreading the gospel. We can't get fatigued in, in, in our growing in, in our relationship with God. God needs us. The world needs us 
So let the fire for right and, and, and righteousness to burn within us so that we can be used by Almighty God to do good works in this world. Can't get tired. Not just that, we don't. Here's the thing, you know, we, we are going to be held accountable for what we do and don't do. We, we are going to sit in a judgment seat where, you know, where our works will be measured uh, against the fire. And if it comes out as pure gold, then you receive your reward. Uh, but the other thing is, you know, and, and, I, and I love how, um, uh, what you call it, um, Matthew put it. He says, and do not presume to say to yourselves uh, that we have Abraham, our father, for I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. So God can easily move on to somebody else if we think that, you know, well, I'm done. I'm tired. I don't want to deal with this foolish. He'll raise up somebody else in our spot. And, and that should you know, stir up something in us because that means we've fallen short when it comes to the work of God. Because like I said, we are going to be measured for what we do or don't do, what we say or don't say. So it is imperative for us to make sure that we are uh, diligent in everything that we do, that we are fighting through. We're fighting the good fight of faith. Um, like like Paul said, you know, we want to be able to say at the end that I ran the race, I ran a good uh, a good race, and so forth. And and at the end, you know, my my crown is there waiting for me. Uh, that's the testimony we want to have, or or better, even better yet, um, uh, what you call it, testimony where he says uh, that he walked with God, uh, and Enoch's testimony because uh, he walked with God. He, he, he lived by faith every day, every single day to the, till he was there no more. That's a powerful testimony to say that you walked with God. And we want to make sure that we take that opportunity, that every opportunity that he gives us life, health and breath to do the good work that he's established in us uh, and through us, because there's so much to do and there's very little time in our lives. You know, remember, our life spans are short, 70, 80 years. You know, if the Lord says so, you know, if he blesses you with more, that's nothing. That's a twinkle. That's a blink um, as grass. That's right. You know, uh, what is your life? It is but a vapor here today, gone tomorrow. So every opportunity, every moment that we get, we want to take advantage of that moment and see uh, the work of God, the hand of God moving and seeing people saved and delivered and set free because there's so many people that are under distress right now. So many people that don't know who God is. And God gave us a commission in Matthew 28, 19 and um, Mark 16 and 16. And that's basically go out in the world and reach these people to make disciples out of them. And we've got to multiply ourselves. Yes. Jesus didn't just come and do the work. He prepared others that would continue to work. And they prepared those that would go and begin the work in other places and prepare them to, to raise up those that would continue to work. 
you, you know, you mentioned it early in the beginning, how the Tower of Babel and Nimrod, and they build the big Tower of Babel up. He had everybody working together, you know, building one layer of the of this tower all the way up to the sky. Well, that's exactly what Jesus did. He he is the chief cornerstone. He laid the foundation. He got the apostles to build upon that foundation. The apostles witnessed, and they did. And then throughout all these centuries, we're constantly building up, building up, building up to God's final piece uh, of work that he's done in us, this, this great tower for God. Uh, and, and you have to do your part in building this kingdom of God. And it's not a physical building. No. It's it's it, it, it's it's not quote unquote the 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 organism excuse me the organization of the right. church, but it's the organism of the body of Christ. It's souls. We yes. You the building that God wants is is the building up of souls. It won't be long. The COVID will be gone. Maybe not gone completely, but it'll be under control. It will subside. This pandemic will subside. It's time now to gain strength. Even now, as we see the, the, the daylight approaching for the dawn of a, of a day that we're more, more used to having, it's time at this point to, to refocus on purpose and vision and, and to get stirred on the inside and begin to move toward the goal. God isn't taking a break. And, and it's not time for us to, to time out or tag out. But it's time for us to, to rise up in holiness and to go forth in zeal and to go with the, the power of the gospel and the, and the anointing of the Holy Ghost and do the work of God in our lifetime in our sphere of influence. We cannot get fatigued we cannot grow weary in well-doing. We've got to move forward until we've, we run this race. We've, we've finished our course. And we're able to say that we've kept the faith. God needs you. People need you not to get tired and not to grow weary, but to grow strong and to stand and to withstand what all is coming against us and to get the job done. Reap the harvest. Bring the souls into the kingdom. It's time. To work. One thing I, I want to add to that, and, and this is a, a very fitting scripture for it, and it's the Second Corinthians nine and eight. It says, "And God is able 
to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times that you may abound in every good work. God's got you. Put your faith, put your confidence, put your trust, repent, whatever you got to do. Turn away. But God is able. And he will see you through. And with that, Pastor, let's go ahead and close out. Oh, Heavenly Father. The eternal God. And our God. Encourage the hearts of your people. Let them know, Lord, that they're still able to do great and mighty things for thee. Store us up, Lord. Give us strength, God. And let us, Lord, as you lead us, continue to do the great work that you call us to do. Make, Lord, the hearts that we'll speak to ready to, to receive, Lord. And let us spread hope and healing for souls in this troubled time. Help us, God, to complete the work, to do the task that you call us to do. We thank you, Lord, for how you do it. And we know it'll be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcast, Google Cast, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.